and welcome to The Practical Prophetic, where prophetic ministry is made practical. I'm Beth Wingate, I'm your host, and welcome to the podcast. On our podcast today, I have Pastor Matt Akins back with us, and we're going to talk about dreams and visions, and we're going to use our foundation scripture that we've used in our other Dreams and Visions podcast, and that's based out of Job 33:15. It's one of my favorite scriptures about dreams. It says, in a dream, in a vision of the night, when sound sleep falls on men while they slumber in their beds, then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction. And so God absolutely speaks to us through our dreams, but sometimes we don't perceive it. So we need to learn to be perceptive. I gave some practical tips on dreams about maybe keeping a dream journal in your nightstand to write them down. Or sometimes I will uh, text them on my phone and sort of email that to myself. So I'll have a record of dreams I dreamed because sometimes they don't make, uh, you know, they don't become clear to us until Later, But I definitely believe God gives us dreams, uh, like I said, to to warn us, to affirm us for lots of different reasons. So I want to welcome Pastor Matt Akins back to the show. Welcome back, Pastor Matt. Hey, Beth. It is great to be on here today. Yes, I'm excited to jump back into dreams, and I've talked with several people, and I love to hear, you know, different stories and how God speaks to us in dreams, and you uh, you had shared that you had had some spiritual dreams, and so I'm just going to flip it over to you and let you sort of dive in, and we'll we'll just sort of dissect some of the dreams that you've had. Okay, okay. Well, yes, I absolutely believe, and of course it's scriptural, that God does speak to us through dreams, and I believe there are many ways that God can speak to us through, through dreams. I believe that sometimes it may be encouragement, sometimes it may be a warning dream, sometimes it may be... Uh, something that is uh, preparing us for the future it could be ha- have a prophetic quality to it. But yes, I absolutely believe that God speaks to us in dreams. And Beth, I have a few examples here. I'm just going to jump right into it. So yes, absolutely, go for it. I will go ahead and start with a warning dream. I had a dream wow. a few years ago, and I do believe that sometimes the enemy can get into our dreams, which that's that may be a subject for another day. But I do not believe this was from the enemy because I believe any dream that is from the enemy uh, usually is black and white. There's fear involved. There's Maybe there's even elements of torment involved, and it, it's usually very disturbing. And to me, those are the qualities that can help you decipher whether something is from God or where, whether something is from the Lord. And I know also, too, Beth, you've already talked about how Sometimes we may have a dream that could be a pizza dream, you know. <laughs> it right, right. Not every dream is a spiritual dream. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But this is an example of a dream that I had that was a warning dream. So I woke up around 3 o'clock, and, you know, I think we've also talked about on your podcast, and you may have mentioned that 3 o'clock is usually a significant time in the night for any for God speaking to us through dreams and through other ways. And it was around 3 o'clock. I had a dream where... I was with a bunch of people, some church people, and there were there were several cars that were all kind of piled up. It was it was like a, a gridlock, a traffic gridlock situation. And there were people that were screaming and there was panic. And before I knew it, there were cars in front of me that started to explode. And they, and it was, you know, it was very tumultuous. Wow. And 
So I, I'm sitting here in a car, and I'm looking over. I see other cars start to catch fire, start to explode, and people are running and screaming. I mean, it was literally something out of a movie like King Kong or Godzilla, you know, something like that. And so, but here's the thing. Right after that happened, I heard the words almost clear as a bell say, the worst is yet to come. And I know that may seem unusual. Right. Uh, I, I literally woke up right then. I woke up right then. And I was trying to gather myself. Like I said, it was around 3 o'clock in the morning. I was trying to gather myself, and I was trying to decipher, is this a God dream? Is this a dream from the enemy that's trying to intimidate me? But I truly do believe it was a God dream because I did not have any fear when I woke up. I felt a sense of maybe urgency, but I did not feel terror. I did not feel any any um, anything that was foreboding in, in the sense of, like, torment or fear. I didn't— I, and also right. the one was in color. It was in vivid color. Right. And I think that's one of the things that usually, not a hard rule, but it usually indicates that this, you know, is a spiritual dream. Yeah. Yes. And and so, yeah, I heard the phrase, like I said, clear as a bell, almost audible. The worst is yet to come. Well, I believe it was a warning dream to prepare me for some things that were coming. Within the next few months, we had uh, a dear friend of mine who one of my best friends all my life and who, who had been a part of our ministry for years and years and years, even going back to our youth group days. That's how long we had been together, probably 20 years, uh, passed away. He passed away suddenly, and it was a very sad thing um, within, within mm-hmm. my my friends, and with our, even at church, within our circles, it was a very sad thing. And it wasn't long after that, we had another person, a family that went to our church. Their son unexpectedly passed away, um, very young age toddler age and it was a very sad situation and this happened within a matter of months and there may have been some other things that took place but i do think it was a a dream of preparation and maybe a warning i'm going to use that word warning and preparation kind of in tandem maybe in that category that it was something just to you know prepare me just for some hard times coming up in the next few months and i kind of believe that dream prepped me and helped me to be able to handle some difficult things that were coming Right, and I've I've had similar experiences where uh, maybe not quite to that degree, but where I've had dreams of uh, you know when I would face transition. I shared on, on the podcast a couple of weeks ago about the three tornadoes in the valley that I saw, and then we had you know three major uh, life change you know events that happened, and so I felt like God was just preparing me for that. Yeah. I definitely I don't always understand all of it. But I definitely think God finds ways to prepare us, uh, especially when there's big shifts in our life. Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, a dream like that is not, you know, we would not seek that out. That's not was not in the encouragement category. But, you know, it, we we go through seasons in our life and it, we're not always in a harvest season. We're not always in a season of blessing. There has to be different types of seasons that we go through. And God in his grace gives us dreams to prepare us. And to to speak to us. And when there is a time when we do need encouragement, I do believe God will send a dream of encouragement. And so, Beth, I had a few other examples I was going to share. Um, I had another dream. Now, this is a little this is more lighthearted. It's more on the light end. I had another dream where um, years ago I used to work at a credit union, uh, basically like a bank and uh, credit unions are very similar to banks. And I had a dream where I was at my desk and the desk turned into 
basically like a little recording studio. It turned into a little recording desk. You know, oh, wow. If you've ever seen anything online or you know, on TV or movies or whatever, usually recording studios, they have a very long you know, re- soundboard or recording console and you know, speakers. And you know, there's a certain a- aesthetic and look to it. Well, my desk at work, because this was before I was in full-time ministry, this was several years ago, it turned into a recording desk. And I went from doing my bank work, so to speak, to, you know, recording and working on music production. Well, I, I asked a friend who was uh, a very spiritual friend, who very, very mature, very experienced, very seasoned believer, um, who I do believe has a gift for gift uh, dream interpretation. And I asked this person what they thought, and they said, I believe that at some point, sooner or later, you will be, this will be your, you'll be doing this all the time, perhaps full time. As to where right now you're working, you know, in the in the secular arena, you're working in the world, uh, in the workplace, in the marketplace. I believe there's going to come a time where you're going to be positioned where you can do what you really want to do because that was something that was on my heart to do music production, uh, especially as it relates to ministry and 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 uh, praise and worship music and you know music uh, of the church. And uh, yes, it actually did. A few years later, that actually took place. And wow, I, that's amazing! Because that's a destiny dream. <laughs> that, yeah, that was yeah, a destiny dream. Yeah, I was, and I remember sitting in my office not that long ago here at church because I'm full time in ministry, and I was literally working on music production. And I go, wow, here, th- that did happen. That absolutely happened. Yeah, and I, I always say this that like uh, it reminds me of the GPS in my car. You know, we use Waze when we travel and. Uh, when I use it, it'll give me the destination, but the journey, if there's construction or, you know, whatever, it can change. And there can be options for your, yeah. your journey, you know, based on time or speed or whatever. And so um, I think God sometimes gives us our destiny, but the, the steps to get there really becomes a faith walk because that part is not always clear to us. So, so yeah. uh you know, that's a, there's, there's a whole lesson. You know, we could probably do a whole podcast just on that dream and the journey, you know, to how you got to that place. And really, and you're still getting to that place. Absolutely. That's true. And, Beth, you know, the Bible says in Numbers 12, 6, and he said, Hear my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision. I speak with him in a dream. And the Bible also says, in Acts 2.17, this is a very famous passage of Scripture. And in the last days it shall be, God declares that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Right. You know, and I, I'd probably just say for the listener right now, you know, I've had some people tell me, well, I don't dream very much. I don't have dreams, you know, very often. God doesn't ever speak to me in dreams. Well, you know, my, my thing I would say to them, well, you need to ask God to do that. Maybe you have not because you asked not. And so I definitely, I mean, I can tell you that is one way God speaks to us. It's not the only way, but it's absolutely a valid way that God speaks to us. And I think some people have a little trouble because with dreams, we use symbolism often to interpret a dream. And, I, you know, we gave rules in our Dream Practicum pod, podcast about, uh, you know, you let the Bible interpret uh, how to interpret uh, you know, symbols and, and allegory. For example, God created man on the sixth day. So six typically means man. And yeah. so, uh, you know, stick to basic uh, Bible interpretation. I recommended a couple of books uh, the last time we talked about this on a, on a website. Uh, but 
Ira Milligan's Understanding the Dreams You Dream, and he has two of those, are, is a fantastic resource that I can personally endorse. And so so uh, destiny dreams, I think, are the best kind of dreams you can have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Those are exciting because then you get to go on a journey with God to, to figure out how to get there. Yes, that is true. Beth, I have another dream I was going to share. Um, now, this is a little bit, this is maybe a bridge between those two dreams. You know, I talked about the warning dream, maybe a, a preparation dream, so to speak. Then we talked about the destiny dream. Well, this is a dream of, I believe, a dream of maybe conviction or repentance. Um, I'll I'll just go into it like this. So several years ago, I had a dream where I was working at a movie theater, and I had become a new cashier. And there were two other employees that had been there for a long time. And in that dream, uh, the two employees that had been there a long time were supposed to train me. So here I'm working at this movie theater. But what happened was, Beth, is that in the dream, the two employees that had been there for a while, they were actually older than me in the dream, were mean. Uh, they weren't really training me. They were they were kind of wanting to see me fail. They were um, putting up roadblocks, things that would keep me from learning the job. Anyway, I know that's kind of – it was kind of unusual. but. Right. <laughs> but basically what happened was they continued to do that, and in the dream I was innocent and whatever. I woke up from the dream, but here's what's crazy, Beth. This is what's so interesting. I woke up from the dream, and I felt such a heavy heart of conviction, and I began to weep. But I'm not talking about cry. I began to weep. I literally got on wow. my knee and started to weep, and I knew it was the Spirit. It was a Holy Spirit thing. Wow. And the Lord began to speak to me and said, there are some people in your life that that's the way you have treated them. So in the dream, it was it was flipped. In the dream, I was being done wrong, but God was allowing me to see that to see how it felt. Right to give you to give you that uh, empathy and that wisdom, so that uh, that you wouldn't you know ever do that again. That that's awesome though. Absolutely. And what happened was Beth, you know, I, after I repented and God brought that, he brought he literally brought two people to me automatically. The names of the people, I, I contacted those people. And I said, hey, I apologize because I believe I have not treated you correctly in, in certain situations. And I'm so sorry, you know, because I, I did not mean to do that. And I'm, I'm sorry. And I apologized and everything was fine. And those, those two uh, relationships were able to be repaired, so to speak. In fact, I, I was unaware of what I was doing. I was, do, I was acting in a way that I was unaware of how I was hurting these two people. But anyway, that was ser several years ago. But wow, I, I, you know, so, so God used that dream really to to cause not only personal growth in you but to actually repair or you know uh cause growth in other people and so you know i'm just convinced that when god whatever vehicle he uses to speak to us and you know dreams is just one one way that god chooses to speak to us yeah. there's always purpose in it you know i don't want to focus on the sensational side of dreams the symbolism you know, in dreams can be very interesting and intriguing and, you know, tornadoes and snakes and spiders, you know, and, <laughs> and things like that. It's, it's fascinating. And, uh, you know, just a lot of the unusual things, you know, symbolic things that will happen in dreams. And sometimes they're literal. But um, I have talked with someone recently, had a dream about a dinosaur, you know, so just <laughs> very, very fun and unusual. But but there's purpose in it. God gives you a dream. He gives you a dream for a purpose. He's communicating to us. Uh, with purpose and what he's doing. And so, um, you know, we just need to always keep that in mind. You know, uh, sometimes, like I said, you write it down and it may not be clear until later. 
but there's purpose in it, whether it's destiny, whether it's a warning, whether it's God preparing you or affirming something to you. You know, I just I just say, you know, just open yourself up to allow God to speak to you this way and you'll go on this amazing journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Beth, I've had, you know, I've had some simple dreams that are more, you know, practical, more surface. You know, I had a dream not that long ago, a few months ago, where one of my tires was low and it was about to go flat. And I, and it, here's what's so funny. That exact same tire that I had in the dream, um, just like a couple of days later, was about to go flat. And luckily, because I had that dream, I was able to catch it. I think I was literally headed to my family's house uh, in another county for Thanksgiving. I mean, it was like a holiday, and because I was, I had that dream that was kind of lingering, I was able to kind of be paying attention, and lo and behold, yes, that tire was low and was about, <laughs> was about to be, <laughs> I was about to be sidelined uh, on the side of the road, and, wow. I, and I was able to fix it in time, and so once again, that's more of a, surf, that's a very simple uh, example of a, another dream like that. Yeah, but we don't want to discount the simple dreams. That was a, a warning uh, dream that really could have been a life or death issue, you know, uh, you yeah. know, if you're on high speeds at an interstate and your tire blows out, you know, that can be pretty serious. And so uh, God brought that to your attention. And so I, like I've shared before that this happened to me once and I, I don't know that it was a dream. It was more like a, you know, vision or, or whatever. But I just I knew if I went a certain direction uh, that it was going to be dangerous. And so, I, you know, God clearly, you know, prophetically spoke to me not to go a certain way. And so and then I've had dreams that have that have had similar situations where where I've dreamed, um, you know, my sister shared on Kristen shared on here recently that uh, they were going to buy a building for their for their business and that she had this dream where there was a bathroom with carpet in it, which was very unusual. You know, most bathrooms don't have carpet in them because of water and things like that. And so, yeah. but uh, in the dream, there was a snake. And so uh, they went and looked at different buildings, you know, a couple of days later after this dream. And uh, there was a, a building that had the carpet in it, just like in her dream. And so she knew, you know, I, I don't need to buy, this is not the right building for us, you know, that it's got danger or something, you know, dark attached to it. And so that definitely influenced her decision. And I've definitely had um, dreams like that that have sort of prepared me for, especially in the arena of danger, yeah. um, you know, different places or jobs or, or whatever. And, you know, if you see if you see a snake or a spider attached to a certain place, you know, give that some serious prayer and pause because that may be a warning dream that that uh that there's something that you need to look into there, or at least be aware of. Yes, and uh, Beth, I was going to mention too, another, some other good references for dreams. Um, I have always followed John Paul Jackson. Uh, I don't know if you've mentioned him before, but John Paul Jackson was one of the pioneers in the church. Right, he's fantastic, yeah. Fantastic, and uh, he passed away a couple a few years ago, but his ministry, Streams Ministries, they're still doing, they still have a ministry where they interpret dreams. I, I believe they still write books and put out material, maybe even on YouTube or online. So uh, I would just say John Paul Jackson, search him on YouTube or search Streams Ministries. And right. very good, very very solid, very biblical-based. Right, and very practical. I, I would say yeah. his ministry, too, just kind of uh, just lays out a good scriptural you know, foundation for how to approach these things. Like I said, you know, I would, and I've cautioned against, you know, you don't want to just go on 
uh, Google and look up, you know, uh, dream dictionaries and dream dream things, dream symbols, because uh, some of those are, are, are not I would say they're not biblically based or backed. And so uh, there's very few that I recommend. Um, so I would definitely say, you know, maybe stick to John Paul Jackson, Ira Milligan, uh, some of these ministers that uh, definitely tie a lot of scripture to how they, inter- you know, interpret dream symbols. And there's some basic ones. You know, I, I always say if it's, if it's something really crazy, it just might be a pizza dream. <laughs> you know, or just pray about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I don't want to say you build your whole life around dreams, but they Correct. definitely have a place and they have a role and they're important. And we don't want to be just dismissive of all of our dreams, too, because it's clear from the scripture that God may very well be trying to communicate with you and speak to you or show you something that you need to see. Absolutely. One thing I try to do, Beth, I, and usually in my phone now, there was a time when I used to journal my dreams in a notebook, and I have heard that there's something um, there's something scientific about that, that when you write out a dream with a pencil or a pen on paper, that helps you to remember your dream better. But also, more recently, I have been just putting my dreams in, on my phone in my notes, and I kind of keep a little dream folder. Right. That's what I do, too. And I, I, I email them to myself with a keywords. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That, that that's convenient. Yeah, just you know, as long as it's organized and you can go back and reference right the dreams. Um, and yeah, I do believe I, I have had some dreams where at, now this this is kind of getting out there, and this is just like you said, Beth. This is where you have to take everything with a grain of salt, pray about it, you know, compare it with scripture. But you know, I've had some dreams where I have been flying. You know, have you ever, have you ever had one of those dreams, Beth, where you're like flying? Right. And typically, um, from what I understand, you know, this is based on books like Our Milligan, John Paul Jackson, uh, Jim Gall. Typically, when you're flying in a dream, and I, I think I covered this in one of the podcasts, that uh, typically that means uh, you're God's giving you a higher perspective. He, you know, you're He's showing you something from a heavenly viewpoint or higher viewpoint, and so t- typically that's what that means. Yes. Yes, I've heard the same thing as well. Yeah, I've heard from John Paul Jackson. He referenced that and said it was, it usually was representative of that God is allowing you to soar above maybe some difficult situations or problems, or maybe even have a spiritual discernment um, that right. have a high perspective, a, a very bird's eye view, so to speak, perspective of what's going on in your life. And uh, now, Beth, have you discussed vehicles? On, on your dreams and what that represents? I don't, I don't know that I did or not, but that's another one of my favorite ones is uh, vehicles. Uh, and you can tell what it means. I know what it means, but I, I'd like, you know, to, to hear what you have to say because I think the, the type of vehicle is always interesting, but they generally all mean the same thing. Yes, I believe I've come to an understanding. And once again, most of mine is, is uh, based on a lot of the John Paul Jackson Streams Ministries uh, studies and, and their devotions, but that um you know if it's a bicycle usually a, a vehicle represents your ministry or your career right and, you know if you're if you're riding a bicycle it could represent you know that you have maybe a limited job career or ministry at that moment if you go from right. a bicycle to a car a car has mo- more mobility you know and basically you know if you're if you're flying a 747 uh, jet plane then you you're either you either have a career or perhaps a ministry that is capable uh, of of having a vast influence or, or it could reach right. yeah 
Right. That's that's pretty much, you know, the way I've seen it. In fact, one time I'll give an example of this. I had a dream uh, about a, a church in, in the past that I had attended and it was a it was a long passenger train that was really like a one of those European bullet trains, just a really fast moving train. And so and that really did. Uh, pan out in the dream. It was really fascinating to sort wow. of watch all that. And then my mom uh, had a dream about her ministry, and it was a um, it was a, a convertible car, which you know the, the fact that the car was open sort of meant you had open access to heaven. And so that was really interesting. And so I've definitely had a lot of vehicle dreams or, or things like that uh, that have been really fascinating and. So I love I love when God speaks in symbolism. I actually am very visual. I'm a visual learner. I usually learn very well from charts and pictures, yeah. <laughs> especially when when involving numbers. Yeah. <laughs> I need all the help I can get. So so pictures <laughs> are a great way to learn. And so symbolism is is uh, a language I can easily understand. And so when God speaks to me in symbolism, I understand it very easily, and and I'm able to understand a, a lot <laughs> uh, a lot quicker. That way, I'm not extremely analytical when I hear from the Lord. I like to be visual, and so I, I, I sort of see things in pictures or dreams or analogies and things like that. Yes, it's very fascinating, and you know, I have also heard this too that uh, individuals that have a tendency to not take their dreams seriously, I have heard that people that don't believe that God speaks uh, through dreams, they don't believe it's that important that they won't have many dreams. And, and right. I find that to be interesting because I do think that kind of falls back into the to the, the area of conversation uh, that, you know, if you're if you're not seeking, you know, the Bible says in Matthew 7, 7, 8, ask, seek, and knock. We have to seek the Lord. We have to read our Bibles. We have to pray and pursue a relationship with God. And what we put into it, you know, puts us in a position where, where we can receive from it. But if I've heard stories that if you, in situations where people that don't uh, take a lot of stock in dreams, they won't have many dreams because it is a faith thing. It is a belief thing. You have to have faith. Right. That's factored in there. And I think that we need to take these things into consideration. You know. Right. I mean, as a rule, that, that definitely is the case. Although I think if God wants to reach somebody and, and chooses to do so through a dream, he will do it. And so yeah. – you know, I've heard countless stories of people in foreign countries, of foreign religions, who have had, uh, you know, the Lord come to them in dreams, and as a, you know, as a result of that, they've come to know Jesus. And so that's been really fa- that always fascinates me too, yes. stories like that. And so I've always been fascinated with dreams. I definitely think they're interesting. I think it's an interesting way that God speaks to us. I think there's a lot we can learn from uh, from our dreams. And, and I always say, I like to, you know, if God gives me a spiritual dream. I sort of like to go on a journey with it, and I'll, yeah. you know, I'll carry it with me for a few weeks, and I'll just be praying about it and and looking up things, you know, you know, associated with a dream. My mom one time was praying for wisdom and and got the word Sonia, and then she looked up the word Sonia, and it means wisdom. Wow! And so she has shared that on here that she was praying. Uh, she she had heard something about wisdom, and she she was like, Lord, I want to have wisdom. <laughs> you know, I want to have wisdom like that. And then she kept getting this word, Sonia, Sonia. And she said it just kept rolling through her, her mind. And um, so she finally said, oh, that's a name. I think she shared this on one of the podcasts. And so she looked it up and was like, it means wisdom. And she was like, how about that? Isn't that awesome? So <laughs> That is awesome. That's very 
So I definitely think that dreams have a significant role. I'm, I'm always fascinated. We, you know, some people have, um, you know, a, a local ministry. I think everybody should have a personal ministry. Like I said, even if it's um, baking cakes for people or whatever it is God has called you to do. Um, and so oftentimes God will give us dreams about things in our, our own sphere, you know, in our uh, domain. And then sometimes God will give you dreams, you know, concerning your church or your business or your area, your state, you know, whatever local. And then some people, God gives them dreams that have international implications. And so I just think yeah. it's fascinating. I, I'm thinking of uh, Perry Stone as someone who's a you know well-known minister, and he had had a dream that basically uh, came to pass with September 11th. And that was sort of a big thing he's known for yeah. and he didn't have you know he didn't know exactly how it would go but uh, I think he saw it in the form of tornadoes but uh, he had a dream like that and has sort of this like world global uh, impacting dreams and so that always fascinates me when I hear things like that but for the everyday practical me and you God absolutely uh, can speak to us in dreams and we need to learn how to perceive it absolutely yeah, that's just sort of the bottom line. I appreciate you being on the show and sharing some of your dreams. I, I'm excited to have a few more people on and talk about this because, you know, I believe God, uh, when he speaks to us in dreams, it's very personal and very individual. And um, he, he sort of he knows how he knows how to use the right symbolism to communicate with us. And I, I'm thinking of another dream one time real quick that I had was uh, there was a situation with someone one time and um, it involved uh, I was reaching to, to take something from someone. This has been several years ago. I don't remember all the details, but um, they they handed me what I, I guess I thought was a, a stick or something, but it turned into a snake. And wow. so uh, that was a warning dream. And I knew, you know, be careful with this person. And, and it definitely came to pass and was right. And so I sort of sort of always had my eye, you know, my eye open, <laughs> like yeah. not sure about this. And, and things became more clear as time went by. And so God can definitely prepare us for things with dreams. And I just think, it, you know, just can't really talk about it enough because so fascinating and interesting. But thank you for sharing your dreams and for being back on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. I had a blast on here. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll be informed next time I post. Thank you again and have a blessed day.